Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in his le- in this league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Everyone's looking for the young guy. They're looking for McVay. I think take a shot out Todd Bowles, get him a second shot at head coach, and see if he can do it. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. It's crazy. And our kids will know how great Tom Brady is because he's going to be playing. Uh. Yes, it is 15.0%. Uh, I, I swear we didn't script that. I, all I could think of was Dame. 6-0. There could not be a better game. Speaking of young guys, how about the goalie, Ottinger? He was a six-round pick. He was a fairy tale story that's being written in front of our eyes. That's what the Yankees brought Garrett Cole to do. They didn't struggle against the Padres. The Padres didn't really put up a fight in most of the games. Uh, Jerry Jones, hope you're listening because this is why you shouldn't have given Zeke this contract. Just thought I'd put, point that out. I feel like Luka will take that next step. And if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. While with the Padres and Marlins, I think it's coming in the near future. They're my pick to win the most uh, rings in the 2020s. I was shocked by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Montreal has one of the best goalies in the league with Carey Price. People like to call him their JV team, and they just stole one of their better players. Hi, I'm Landon Bow, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 90th episode, 10 away from triple digits. Today we'll be predicting the success of the each new NBA head coach. And disclaimer is first year as a full-time head coach. So we included Chris Finch and uh, Nate McMillan, who served as head coaches last year, but um, Chris Finch was named head coach February during the season. And then um, McMillan was... Uh, the interim head coach and just got named the head coach, but this will be their first full time. So just over a rundown before we get to ranking them, Chris Finch was named the head coach of the Timberwolves during the NBA season. No previous experience before last season as an NBA head coach. Jamal Mosley served as an assistant under Rick Carlisle last year, and he coached the Mavs for one game against the Knicks while Rick Carlisle was in COVID protocols. He has no previous experience as a head coach, and he was hired by the Orlando Magic. Now we go to Willie Green, who served as an assistant with the Suns last year. He has won a championship with the Warriors as an assistant from in 2017 and 2018. Next, we go on to Nate McMillan, who's the interim coach for the uh, Hawks. He has his previous head coach for Seattle when he took over after being the interim head coach in 2000. He was the head coach from 2000 to 2005. Then Portland from 2005 to 2012. Then the Pacers from 2016-20. Now, Wes Unsell Jr., son of the best. Some people would regard him as the best wizard of all time. Um, he he His son, Wes Unsell Jr., uh, was an assistant under Mike Malone with the Nuggets. No previous experience as a head coach in the NBA. Then Chauncey Billups just got hired by Portland. He served as an assistant under Tyron Loon, won finals MVP with the Pistons in 04. No previous experience as a head coach in the NBA. Then Im Uduka served as an assistant under Steve Nash, NBA title in 2014 with the Spurs. Now we go to Rick Carlisle, 
who was with the Mavs this past season as a head coach, NBA title in 2011 as a coach. And then he has previous experience as a head coach with the Pacers, Pistons, and the Mavs. Now, the final guy before we get to our rankings is Jason Kidd, served as an assistant under Frank Vogel with the Lakers last season. NBA championships in 2011 and 2020, 2011 with the Mavs, 2020 with the Lakers as a coach. And then two previous stops as a head coach are the Nets and Bucks. So let's just start with your ranking. Let's go from eight. Uh, who do you have at eight? Well, it's actually nine. We have nine. Oh, nine. So uh, at nine, I have Jamal Mosley. This is not, again, this is not ranking how good a head coach is. It's their team and how they perform next season, the magic. Um, they're a rebuilding team. And even though I think Jamal Mosley is a great head coach, and I wish he came to the Wizards, um, I, I feel like the magic will struggle this season because of how raw their talent is in Orlando. I agree with you. I have Mosley at eight because of the rebuilding magic. I do think Mosley will be great, though. He was a guy I wanted on the Mavs, but that didn't turn out the way it, I wanted. So now we go to eight. Who do you have at eight? At eight, I have Chris Finch. Um, the Timberwolves have been a team that have been very disappointing as of late. And while I think Chris Finch, who uh, was a pretty good assistant with the Toronto Raptors, and that's why he was signed as head coach midway through the season, um, I don't like what the Timberwolves are doing with their team. And I'd be, I'm worried. And uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, and I think they'll struggle in a very, very stacked Western Conference. So I agree with you there, but I don't agree with you at eight. I have Willie Green because of the Pelicans. I don't like what the Pelicans did. I think they kind of got like the Mavs in free agency. Like you clear a bunch of cap space for Kyle Lowry, and then they don't sign Kyle Lowry. They signed Devontae Graham. But they, of course, got Valanchunas, uh, not Vucevic. Um, and they lost Lonzo Ball. I don't think... They have they re-signed Josh Hart or is he still a free agent? Uh, I don't think they've re-signed him yet. So I'm just worried about them. Even though you do have some great players in Ingram and Williamson and Valanciunas, but I just think I have him at eight. Um, but we'll get to who I have at seven after you go with who you have as seven. So at seven, I have Chauncey Billups. Um, they're they may trade uh, Dame. And with Melo leaving, Zach Collins been out with injury and now just signed away from the team with the Spurs. Um, and I just don't like the route that the Portland uh, Trailblazers are going down. And I think they may uh, struggle this season, especially if Dame tries to sit out or tries to leave or something. And I'm kind of predicting that they're not going to have the greatest season. Well, at seven, I have the guy you had at eight. I have Chris Finch. This isn't too much of a flashback to when I had the Timberwolves making the eighth seed in the playoffs, but I still have them ranked higher than you, so take that as you will, uh, Timberwolves fans. I just don't think they will do well, but I do think they will do better than the Pelicans in this upcoming season. And I just think they're kind of in a weird limbo because you have Cat, you have Aunt Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, but then there are some key parts that you still need to fix, and those people are all gelling uh, together still. So now we can go to number six. Who do you have at six? So at number six, I have Willie Green, who you had at eight. 
Um, I definitely expect the uh, Pelicans to be better this season. We've seen them sign Devontae Graham, and I think that's a great piece to this team. Um, and I'm expecting leaps and bounds out of Zion this year. Um, hopefully he can have a full season. I know the last two seasons he's been kind of injury prone. Obviously his first season he was out for the majority of it. Um, and I hope that Brandon Ingram also can be that guy, that scorer. And if he is, I think the Pelicans could contend for a playoff spot potentially. We will see about that. Um, at number six, I have Eam Adoka. I don't think the Celtics are going to do well. Um, you do lose um, your point guard Kemba because you traded him away, but you do get Horford. But um, I'm still not sure how Udoka um, handles this team, even though I think he will be a good head coach. But I'm also very curious on how Stevens adjusts to his role as um, president of basketball operations, taking over for... Oh my gosh, um, Danny Ainge, um, after he stepped down. So I think this is going to be like a trial year, and that's why I have Ian Madoka at six, even though I do think the East is going to be good and the Celtics will make the playoffs. I just see comparing them to the West, as I have a lot of, I haven't named many West coaches yet. I think, even though I think West coaches will do bad, they'll still have a better record than some of the East teams that are in the playoffs. Same thing we saw last season. Um, now we can move on to five. So at five, uh, I have Rick Carlisle. I don't think that the Pacers would get off to a, hard, a hot start this season, especially as Miles Turner's kind of struggled as of late. And it's interesting. To, I, I'm interested to see what they will do with that and see if they trade him or if Miles Turner has a, a bounce back season offensively. We've seen him be a great defender, lead the league in blocks. But can he step up offensively, and I think that's going to be important for the Pacers' success, and I don't really think it's going to happen. And that's why I have Rick Carlisle here. That's a little bit surprising to me, just because Rick Carlisle is a very good tactician and uh, X's and O's person. Not has struggled with relationships, so he could possibly run into some relationship issues with the Pacers. But at number five, I have Nate McMillan. I kind of see the Hawks taking a step back this year. Um, or just staying where they were. Uh, actually, I do say I'm taking a step back as they're fifth. I think they're a little bit lower in the East because you have some uh, teams making more moves. And I don't think it's Nate McMillan's fault. I think it's just how the East will. You you see the Knicks um, making plays. You see the Hornets. So I just see um, Nate McMillan not doing well with the Hawks this year. Now we go to four. Who do you think? Who do you got? So at four, I have Wes Unsell Jr. Um, the Wizards, I think, are a playoff team, and we'll get to that soon enough, uh, especially with the additions of Spencer Dimwitty. But this is more the effect that I think the three coaches above them will have a better team and therefore a better record. Okay, at four, I have Billups. So I know I ranked him higher than you. I'm thinking – I don't think they trade Lowry. I mean, not Lowry. Um, Lillard. Uh, L. So – I'm staying consistent. Uh, Lillard um, and you have Powell, and I still believe they still McCollum. You also have Nurkic. So I kind of think they do well. Do you do better than the other uh, te teams that I have listed below? Billups, um, even though I don't think he is a good head coach. And there's also that um, 
the scandals he has faced. So I don't think it was a great hire or a good hire. So, but Dame wanted him. And uh, so I think Dame stays, but uh, I just have him here because I don't think, I think he will do well. He will do better than the other coaches I have listed. Now we go to number three. So at number three, I have uh, Nate McMillan. Um, I don't necessarily think that the Hawks are going to take a step back. However, I don't think they're going to take a great step forward. Um, I have them being a four or five seed in the East, just like they were last year, being a five seed. And uh, while they may continue having playoff success, I don't really see them being a top East contender during the regular season, especially with how the team is built. So that's why I have Nate McMillan here. That's I can see your reasoning. I just disagree up on that. At number three, I have your coach, Wes Unsell Jr., um, I really like the moves that the Wizards are doing. Um, the addition of Dinwiddie and, of course, that trade. Um, you trade away Westbrook, you get Kuzma, Harrell, and Catavius Caldwell-Pope. And, and I was thinking Kuzma will be probably coming off the bench because you still have Bertans. And then Harrell will also be coming off the bench, correct? Not starting. Um, I can't think of you all starting the center that was injured this season. Thomas Bryant. Okay, Thomas Bryant. So I think I, I see them doing really well. Um, and I think Unsell will be a good player, a uh, good coach as he is served, as he's controlled the defensive part with the Nuggets the past two years, but he's also done some great offensively when he worked with the Wizards earlier in his career. Um, but now we can move on to number two. Who do you have? So at number two, I have Jason Kidd. Um, I think the Mavs will do well this season. However, their hirings aren't necessarily – uh, ideal because I didn't really hire anybody. So uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Obviously, they hired Reggie Bullock. I'm just saying they didn't hire, any, hire anybody of note. And the fact that they used their contracts the way they did, I think, is a little suspect. And because of Dwight Powell's deal, it kind of hindered their abilities in the free agency. That is um, some good points. But at my number two, I have a guy you had lower, and that is Rick Carlisle. I think Rick Carlisle is going to do well with the Pacers. He's a guy, as I've mentioned, great X's and O's. And I think he is going to really raise the floor of the Pacers. And I think they're going to do well and have a great record because you have Sabonis and you have Turner. And then you, of course, have Karis LeVert. Hopefully he's healthy after dealing with all the issues last season. Um, but now, who's your number one? My number one is uh, probably surprising to you since you had him pretty low, I think. Um, I've Emi, uh, Ime, uh, Yudoku or Yudoka. Yeah. Ime Yudoka. Uh, I really think the Celtics need a new head coach. I mentioned this many times during many of our videos, and I think he may be the answer. Obviously he, uh, was, uh, assistant under Greg Popovich. And I've seen the Celtics are taking a playbook out of the bucks after signing a former Greg Popovich study. And obviously Mike Budenholzer just won a championship. The first, uh, Greg Popovich, uh, under Shuddy to do so. So um, not only did he uh, coach under Greg Popovich, but he also played for Greg Popovich. And I think that definitely has something to add. And so he's a, NBA, a former NBA player, and he's been under Greg Popovich, who I think is the best coach ever. So I think the Celtics will have a rebounding year, get a top seed in the East, and have a better record than the rest of the te uh, these coaches below. Yeah, and I had Emi... Udoka at six and to your point he has worked with Budenholzer in San Antonio 
He played for and coached with Budenholzer in San Antonio from 2010 to 2013. He, and he had a connection to three of the four remaining teams in the semifinals. So Clippers, um, Hawks, um, Bucks, and um, Suns. Um, as he played under Nate McMillan and Monty Williams in Portland during the 2006-07 season and played foreign coach with Budenholzer in San Antonio. So maybe he gains some great knowledge from all three of those guys um, to help the Celtics. But at my number one, I have Jason Kidd, even though I think it was a very bad hiring from the Mavs. I wanted Mosley. And then you also throw in um, the Mavs scandal that happened two years ago and then the personal issues that Jason Kidd has had with domestic violence. So I don't like it on that standpoint. And I also don't like it as a coach because we've talked about um, Jason Kidd's two previous stops, as we mentioned earlier, with the Nets. He was one year, then with the Bucks, and then he got fired midway through the season. Then they got Boonholzer, and they did much better defensively with um, the Bucks under Boonholzer than with Kidd, because he did. He started off well, but then near the end, after the first two years, I believe he was almost near last in defense defensive efficiency and just ranked defense. So I don't like that. And then you also have this. Have you heard the story of where he made the team run laps because Thon Maker didn't have an iPhone. So that was preventing the team from ha- having some great unity because they didn't have an iPhone. No, that I've Thon never Maker heard that an story. That is, huh? That, that's weird. Um, wow. Like we all think it, but like we don't like we, there's always that one guy who has the Samsung phone. And then you have to create like multiple group chats because he does, he's the Samsung and everyone else's iPhone. But like, I don't, I don't think that changes the unity in the friend group or let's say on the team, like kid was thinking with Thon maker. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to say to that one. Never, but heard I get, a good thing, though, about Kid is he has helped. He has created great relations with LeBron. Giannis was very upset that he got fired, and he was thinking about talking to ownership. But so I think Kid helps. He has talked about having creating some development with Josh Green, and I think he maybe gets Porzingis back to hopefully closer from what we saw in the playoffs, front away from what we saw in the playoffs to what. We had KP do in New York, or what KP did in New York. Um, but that's a long way of saying I don't like it. But I think he's number one just because of Luca. I think Luca um, takes another step, I think, especially in fitness level, um, because he's still playing very hard um, with uh, Slovenia right now. Um, and so he'll get a much needed break. But at the start of last season, he really wasn't in good fitness shape and i think he fixes free throw woes this upcoming season and i think that pushes him toward the mvp so that's why i think the mavericks do the best outside of kid not being a good head coach i think luca does well and i like some of the moves they made i'm hoping we do one more move maybe get goran dragic but um it is difficult to as you mentioned dwight powell's contract 
but that's why I just my main answer is Luca, and that's why the Mavericks are doing so high. And I think we see a better Porzingis in the regular season, so that's why they would have a better record in the regular season. What are your thoughts overall on my list? Um, it's an interesting list. Uh, I'm surprised you have some guys high like Carlisle, but that may be a little bit of recency bias as obviously he almost took the maps to a great run in the playoffs uh, until they took that lead. But I, I, this season is going to be very unpredictable. We've seen a lot of teams add a lot of new players and faces that are new to a place normally take some time to develop. And we'll have to see if those are good developments, bad developments, or how each player meshes together. And that's always the exciting part of free agency is how this player play with this new team. And a lot of these players, I mean, a lot of these coaches, obviously, as they're new, uh, it takes some time for a head coach to get acclimated, especially if they're a new head coach. And so I do think player uh, coaches like Nate McMillan, Rick Carlisle, Jason Kidd, who coached multiple times before, have an advantage. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that their team's going to do better. So we'll have to see. Yeah, um, that's very true. I also found it surprising. I have unsettled higher than you. I was thinking it was going to be the other way around, but and then are you, you're not surprised by my Jason Kidd thing? You're more surprised by the Carlisle placement. Yeah, I'm much more surprised by the Carlisle. I, I, like I have Kidd at two, so you having him at one, I kind of expected you to have Kidd higher than me, but uh, you having Carlisle at two when I had Carlisle at five, yeah, that kind of surprised me. I, I I probably thought that you were going to have him higher, but not two. But it, we'll, okay. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it's. You have a much better NBA track record than I do. Um, yeah, it's over playoffs and uh, over early predictions, uh, given how that shaped out. But uh, it will be interesting season. I am excited, and there are still more moves. So that concludes our episode. Next episode, we will be doing a Super Bowl or bust because we already did uh, season predictions, which... Um, we did a few episodes ago, and then speaking of the last few episodes, we did a two-part MLB trade deadline review, so make sure to check that out, and here are our thoughts on all of those trades. Austin was more excited to talk about it than me. You can find more about that in next last episode. Make sure to check out next episode, and make sure to follow Outsiders Pod 21 That's how you search it up for Outsiders Opinions Twitter page where we tweet out uh, the release of with links to each of our new episodes when it drops. So if you have trouble finding them, just follow our Twitter page so you can know. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. Mm-hmm.